Hey, Gritty Friends, so happy you are here. Welcome, welcome to episode nine. If you are finding the world today a struggle to focus and overwhelming and even sadness, you're definitely in the right place today. I am going to admit first when coming to this episode, I was like, what does this episode need to be? I do have a list of topics I want to talk about, but actually I don't write these until the week prior. Why? Because I want to feel it in the moment as to what is speaking to me. This week in my Facebook community, I spoke on four different topics. All have been struggles and I have been speaking with clients about and overcoming obstacles, journaling, work-life balance, and holding yourself accountable. Now, I have only spoken here about work-life balance. Refer to episode five if you want to hear it. So today's topic really spoke to me just last week and then through this week. Journaling. Journaling is such a therapeutic form of writing that has been shown to help with just not mental health, uh, mental health, but also physical symptoms and so much more. I lost this skill after leaving my teenage years. I mean, who hasn't had a diary when they were a little girl, but when one of my coaches suggested it, I took it up again. Now at her recommendation, this would be Monique Gaffney, I added meditation along with it. Her thoughts are that journaling is asking you asking the questions and the meditation is silencing your mind long enough to hear what she calls the God whispers listening to God to guide you to his path just for you. This journaling was so powerful and I started to forget it. And then when I need it the most, I tend to go back to it and remember how wonderful and how much better I feel after I do it. And I just really felt like this is something that needed to be talked about here with so much going on in the world. So before we get to our main topic, we have a review to read. This one comes from Abundant Mom Life, Melody. I love how Erica teaches moms how to better manage and motivate themselves using practical strategies that don't overwhelm. Love her story and how she took the reins and learned how to focus in the midst of the organized chaos. Melody, thank you so much for the review. It is not always easy to show the side that was weak before you grow strong, but I hope it inspires others that you can change it. So if you have a topic that has been on your heart and you want to learn more about overcoming, jump into my Facebook community and connect with me. The link to the Gritty Coach community is in the show notes below. And if you haven't had a chance to leave a review and you found this podcast to help you in some sort of way, I would love to hear from you. Just use the link on Apple Podcasts to write a review and I will feature you on the next episode. So if you're ready, I'm ready. So buckle up and let's get gritty. friends, welcome to The Gritty Coach. If you're feeling overwhelmed, unfocused, or even stuck in your business, don't worry. I completely know where you're coming from and I've been there before, but now you want to get some clarity, a plan, and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you are in the right place. My name's Erica and I'm The Gritty Coach. Just a little about me, I'm a veteran, a wife, a boy mom, a twin mom, and a fur mom. And after 20 years in the Navy and my unique life experiences, I am here to help you smooth and polish your business practices through what I like to call gritty love. So if you think you're tough enough, sit back, buckle up, and let's get gritty. Hey, gritty friends, welcome back. 
So we are going to talk about journaling today and just how powerful and therapeutic it is. Really, as as young girls, um, and if you're a man, I'm so sorry that I you may not have done this, but actually I'm not sorry, but this is what young girls did. And I don't feel like, um, I feel like that as when we were young, that was the way it was pushed. But as we get older, I feel like there was just so much more to it and that everybody should be doing it. So it doesn't matter whether you're young, old, male, female, doesn't matter journaling is great for everybody. So really, I I remember as a young girl that I had a diary and I had a lock and my mom had gotten it for me when I was like 12. And I used to write in it and I would write all the juicy gossip, whether it was at school, whether it was a boy I liked, and it was just all my feelings. And maybe that was just, and I'm sure I spoke about my mom's passing. And I just, you know, I remember that feeling so much better to get it out, right? Like it was like my own personal, when I felt um, alone, it was like my own little personal friend that could hear all my secrets without me having to tell anybody else. Especially right after my mom passing, there wasn't many people that I really wanted to talk to. My dad had at that point and my stepmother, first stepmother had really kind of pushed me to go to a therapist. And I'm sure in some way, shape or form, that was really great for me. I all I remember is that the woman just used to make me cry all the time. And I never <laughs> really didn't want to go back and see her again. Um, and I felt like in my diary, I kind of had it under control. I, I knew she was sick. I knew she was passing. I knew it was going to hurt. I, I knew all these things up front. I mean, my mom and my dad had been preparing me, unfortunately, for a very long time. And I just sort of, I sort of knew that this was all coming to a head. And so I really felt like I, I did it for six months as my dad forced me to. But after those six months, I begged. I was just like, I do not need to go see this woman to go cry every day. I can cry at home. I can be sad at home. And if I start to show signs that things are extremely out of control, fine, send me back. But I've got this and it sucks, but I've got it. And they trusted me. And yeah, there are still times it, at 47, it sucks. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it and tell you that it's amazing. And, and I feel like I have just let it all go. No, no. There are times, there are days where that just, that comes back to me and overwhelms me. So I, you know, birthdays, Christmas, kids stuff, graduation, Hayden's getting ready to graduate, you know, things like that all still get me. Journaling. And as a kid, it was a diary. We don't necessarily call it a diary anymore. <laughs> I think it would sound very, I think nobody would do it if it still sounded like a diary. But if you are in that moment where you want to have a lock on it, fine, have a lock on it. You don't want anybody to know. You want to let it all out, but you just don't want to risk anybody ever seeing it. Nobody's going to second guess that. That is all you. I really wish as a young adult, I had continued to keep going with my journaling. I have told myself the lie that I am not good at writing. Now, maybe I'm not as creative and I don't fit all the whatever grammar requirements that there are, but I still can write and I can still write my thoughts and feelings, right? So I have been selling this lie to myself for years. Now, maybe I'm the only one who likes it. <laughs> That's okay, but it helps me. Ultimately, 
I don't want you to love my stories as much as I want you to be able to change your life. My stories are just the the background and sort of the how to get into it. And then my, you know, what I try to think is funny. So what I try to think is funny may not necessarily be funny to everybody else, but I'm certainly going to give it a go. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just dry and I'm sitting here and I'm not having any fun. And you're probably not having fun if I'm not having fun. So we're just going to have fun together. <laughs> so hopefully you guys are up for that. Why are we talking about this topic? So I mentioned my one of my coaches, Monique, Last August, she had taught us um, really journaling and how it works, and, and she calls it the God Whispers, and I can't claim to hear them completely yet. I, I, I just can't. And when, when Monique talks about the God Whispers, it's you journal, and then you have to listen, and meditation is the listening, that's the quieting of the brain, and then the God Whispers kind of come like the path forward that you should be taking. And, and a lot of times we never hear it because we're not silent enough. So I know today we're talking about journaling, which means you've got to get it out. And then the backside of that is listening. I want you to understand that, you know, you can get messages downloaded. You can, you can listen for it, but you got to write it out first and cut, get, get it all out so you can quiet your mind. That's what it's about. You quiet your mind with the journaling. I feel like when I get into meditation that every squirrel I've ever had in my brain decides it is like it's a rave and they all got to go and they get so excited. But what I do is I practice every day. I practice. Um, I need those squirrels to all get in line and <laughs> like, hey, hey, everybody needs to stand at attention and like, listen, I need you all firing at the same time and it's not at the rave bouncing around and singing music in my head. Okay. So I mean, who's with me here? Have you guys ever been doing some silent activity, whether it was praying, meditating, reading, writing, and then experience this plethora of thoughts? I mean, in church, in yoga, reading a book, sitting outside for a moment, looked up and there they are, the multiple things I forgot to do, a new idea. And then they just pop in and you're like, aha, at that moment, I tend to be like, okay, focus, Erica. We got to focus. Silence. Like, I'm trying to get all my squirrel friends to come back to me. Okay, I need you all on track. It's going to take everybody. So if you don't know the squirrel reference, if you have not watched the movie Up, highly recommend it. You need to watch it. It is like the moment where I was like, oh my goodness, those are my squirrels. He's got my squirrels. It is I, like, I get it. And then now a couple of my girlfriends and I, we always make jokes about our squirrels. And every time we see a squirrel meme, at, we have to send it to each other. See, I can squirrel at any moment, but we send it to each other. And, we're, and especially when it's three squirrels. So it represents all of us. And I'm like, look, there's all of us partying it up. And none of our squirrels are together. <laughs> That's how it is. So if you have not seen the movie up, at least watch the part where it says squirrels. I don't care if you YouTube it. Got to see the squirrels to know my reference and understand, really, we call it ADHD, but I like to call it my squirrels and my squirrel friends like to run around and I need to keep them in check. And I'm like, no, no, no. Hey, 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 come back, come back, come <laughs> sit in silence with me and stop thinking of everything I haven't done in like three weeks <laughs> right now. <laughs> this squirrel thing, just comes up all the time and it distracts every activity I'm doing unless I really 
unless everybody's together and I have done everything I need to do. A lot of times I will go take a walk. If the squirrels are really loud that day, I'll go um, take more frequent breaks. So then that way I know that I can keep them on track. Really um, ADHD, and I will do another one on this um, as an adult and how you work with it because truly there are days it totally gets the best of me and I either hyper-focus or I'm unfocused completely. <laughs> and some days I'm in between, but a lot of days I'm not. I'm either one or the other. When I sit and write a podcast, I literally will sit and write for an hour and I look up and there's three pages written because I'm so in the moment. And then there are other days where I am like, oh, oh, we're not, we're not writing today. <laughs> I can't do this because there's no story coming out clear. Today we're faced with so much. We have the sadness in Ukraine. And I'm saying this for me is the largest me personally. Inflated prices, job market, gas, starting a business, working for a promotion, wanting to sell things in a time where people are hurting. I mean, we have some struggles out there, friends. I mean, we still are dealing with whatever sort of COVID leftovers we have. Although I will tell you today was the first day my kids were allowed to go to school without a mask. Yes, there are the small wins and I cannot wait to hear how their day is. There are some significant struggles out there. We've lost people over the last two years. We're still losing people now. The list goes on. So this is where journaling comes in. And I really use the journal to express my sadness, my thoughts, my experiences, my frustration, anger, guilt, every stinking emotion. And I let it out. And this is where I start to feel so much better afterwards. And I really, I feel like in such a tumultuous time, a challenging time that more people need to understand that one, it's acceptable to journal. Number two, it's absolutely for me necessary to do it because gosh darn it, I just feel better afterwards and I want everybody else to feel better. And then I just feel a ton better. That's a lot. <laughs> Honestly, the release of all that emotion, there are days I don't know where to start. I get it. If you're sitting there and you open the page and you're like, I don't even know where to start. There's so much going on. See, really, it's about when everything's all swirling in there and you have no idea where to start. But when I do, before you know it, I get three pages that have gone by. And I start with, you know, it could be that day, loving the weather, gratitude for sunshine. So I'm going to give you some 20 grit. I hope you're ready. If you're not, you are not listening to the right show. I'm going to give you the grit. I don't want you to have the obstacle of I don't know what to write. That's an excuse. I don't write well. That's an excuse. I don't know where to start. Excuse. I don't have anything to write in. That's an excuse. I don't have time. Another excuse. Okay, these are all excuses that you're going to tell yourself so that you don't have to do what's hard, which is dip into those emotions, which really suck and feel like you, you don't want to do it because it's too much. The, the point is, is we're doing this because it's too much. And I guarantee you, if you can stick with me, you're going to feel better. You can start with an experience, a frustration, the weather, the winds from yesterday. You can journal in the morning about what you have going on that day. You can write in the evening about that day's events, like today's events. You could write tonight 
and talk about everything that happened today. I listened to a podcast and it was fantastic, right? Like that's what you're going to (laughs) say. And it told me I needed to journal. So I'm going to listen to her and I'm going to journal. You can write about the crappy traffic on the way to work. You can write about the, how wonderful it was to walk into work. And somebody said, good morning. And it made you feel good. I listened to a kick butt song on the way to work. And I felt so joyful in that moment. Really don't let the where to start or what to write on. You can type it. I, I, it doesn't matter. You can talk about how your kids made you happy, how someone disappointed you. You can even talk about what you're seeing in the news with regards to Ukraine and express how this is making you feel. You can talk about a friend's experience affecting you. The point is we have so much going on. Sometimes the first line of mental health defense is just journaling. It might be what saves you from needing the next step. You might solve a problem because you logically had to write out what the problem was and describe it, and it caused your brain to actually find a solution. It's possible. It's amazing. Now, there have been days I cried through the whole damn thing. I was drained. But later, I didn't have those emotions anymore as as strong as they were. Doesn't mean I let it go, and I was totally forgetful about it, but they were not draining me. I left those in the journal. Journaling can be very private, so you can have a journal that locks. You can burn the pages after, whatever, just do it. And the best thing is, this is a great example to show your children. Even boys, as a mom of boys, I'm gonna tell you, they know I journal. They know I have journals everywhere that I write in and I like to get my thoughts out and they ask me what I'm doing and I'm like, I am just writing to today's events and I just want to document the great things or the crappy things that happen so that I can get them out and feel better. Okay, so here are the steps. This is the meat and potatoes, my friends. One, pick something to write or type in or on. Okay, so either have a, I don't care if it's the yellow legal pad of paper, it is loose leaf paper, it is your kid's spiral notebook that they're not using for school. Um, I don't care if you type it in a Word document because you can delete it afterwards if you really want to. I just want you to pick something, okay? Number two, journal for a minimum of four days in a row. If there is something, a problem that you need to solve, if there is something you need to really get out, talk about it for four days in the journal in a row. Four days, that's all I'm asking you to give me. And I don't care if it's four days of wins, I don't care if it's four days of whatever. Four days of how amazing your children are. Four days about how your husband is just the, the bee's knees. Four days of how sad you are of everything that's in the news. Four days. I just want you to start there. Sometimes we just need to start small and we can figure out this is actually a good thing. Because when it seems really big and daunting, like I want you to write for 60 days, you're going to be like, no, uh-uh, I don't want to do that. That's 60 days. That's really long. I'm asking for four days by Friday this week, by Friday this week, you should be ready to go and you should feel so much better. And I cannot wait to hear it. Okay. Number three, journal for 10 to 20 minutes. And if you're like me, hyper-focused, set a timer for 20 minutes. It's okay to finish early, but do not let it hyper-focus your day away. 
Okay. I I'm telling you when I really start to get going, when it starts to flow and it may take me two to three minutes to get it out, like start it, but then it goes and it goes. And then all of a sudden it's exploding. And I may have talked about 16 topics in that three pages, but I have hyper-focused on every single one of them. And like, zipped through all of that. And I have come up with so many answers. I have come up with feeling. I feel so much better. Okay. And then number four, come share with me how you felt on Friday. Like at the end of all this or whatever day you're listening to it, I shouldn't say necessarily Friday, but this is coming out on a Monday. So if, if you're listening to it on the Monday, it comes out by Friday, come tell me how it felt. Okay. The only caveat to this, the only caveat If there is something that feels too painful to journal about and it brings about anxiety or panic, do not journal about that topic until you feel a little, a little better that it doesn't bring you anxiety or panic. I would rather you speak to somebody instead. Journaling is not supposed to create more anxiety. Honestly, it should reduce it. It can show you how much you have done so you can feel proud It can show you the answer to a problem. It can show you the path forward. It can show you that in the sadness, there are silver linings. And it can show you that we can feel what we are feeling and that is okay. But I do not want it to cause anxiety or panic. So please, that is my only caveat. We want to stop stuffing all those emotions deep down until it implodes and then explodes, right? Until it just blows us up and then we blow up at everybody else. And I'm sure we can all think of a time in our life where nobody did anything that was terribly wrong that should have caused the explosion that happened, but you have been stuffing it all down for so long and bubbling, bubbling like a volcano and it just went boom and you unleashed it on someone that probably didn't need to have all of that. Okay. So that is what I'm asking you to do today is a, a fairly short episode because I really just wanted to get to the meat and potatoes and sort of, you know, try to have some humor in there as much as I want to be serious. I really hope that you guys will give this a try. So your homework, if you should choose to accept the challenge, like a Mission Impossible, journal for four days in a row. Tell me how you feel after. I mean, it's really that short. Two of those can be on a weekend and two of those during the week to help you get a lighter, you know, get it if it's too busy during the week to just journal for four days in a row, try it, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, try it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I want to hear how it felt. So jump into the Facebook community. Remember that it's down in the show notes and tell me how it went. I would love to hear your feedback, grit and all. I can dish it. I can take it. I want to see if it changes anything for you. It is an easy and powerful tool. I really hope it will change your emotions, provide you some clarity, answer a problem, find peace, resolve guilt, bring some happiness. Seriously, I hope I have conveyed that here. I hope you all have a wonderful week and I look forward to hearing from you guys soon. And just remember friends, at the end of the day, just keep staying gritty. Friend, before you go, I would love to read your takeaways from this episode. I would be so blessed and grateful if you had a few moments to share your thoughts in a review. So just hop on over to Apple Podcasts, scroll below the episodes, and click on the purple write a review. Now, if this episode inspired you today to make a change, share it on your Instagram or your Facebook stories and tag me at the Gritty Coach. I would love to tag you back in my stories. 
just remember to never give up. You never fail, but you just learned a way how not to do something. So try again. I believe in you. And until we meet again, keep up the grid.